1: Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Welcome back to CAMFest 2021. We are talking to the director, Baljeet Sangra, of two films because you're just an overachiever. Uh we have uh, we have the feature length documentary Because We Are Girls and also the short that preceded it Have You Forgotten Me. So welcome to the Two Bitch Talk. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. So happy to be here. Uh so can you introduce your two films
2: for our audience? Okay, well the short Have You Forgotten Me is really short. Um uh but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's meant for television, uh, like little sort of historical monuments for British Columbia's 150th uh, birthday coming up. So um, it's a, a collection of I don't know how many, but anyways, it's about the oldest Sikh uh, temple in North America still standing. It was um, it started in like around 1907 or eight, finally got done at 1911 when it was when open. Um, it looks very pioneerish. Looks like it belongs out of a Western movie. <laughs> and there's a whole cosmopolitan suburbia, you know, all around it. But then you have this like really old building. But to showcase that building and that history, I my through road was I, um, yeah, I found some people who are you know uh, descendants of you know uh, settlers of that area, uh, Abbotsford Fraser Valley, and um, this family is like third, third generation, fourth generation. I found some letters. Um, from like the 1930s onwards of uh, uh, from a wife who was left behind in India when her husband migrated and he was you know hit with a depression and all these other things and working all kinds of jobs, making very little to no money wasn 't able to bring her and she 's thinking like have you forgotten me that 's where the title came and she 's like, "My entire youth has been waiting for you, and they didn 't reunite for like twenty years so yeah, and I think that that happened to a lot of people when they immigrated and also mm-hmm. With you know Asian immigration, they didn't want they wanted you to come, do some work, and go back. So you know they they made it very difficult for you to sponsor spouses and all that that sort of thing. So yeah, that that so it was a nice way of highlighting you know family, love, loss, and history. So it was a, you know just sort of a, a story behind that temple and the feature because we're girls is about the impact of sexual violence on a Punjabi Canadian family in BC. So um yes, yeah, three sisters after like 20 plus years kept a secret that they were sexually abused by their cousin. And they decide for various circumstances that you find out in the film to come out to break their assignments and go after him. Um they confront their family, but they also go to the police and you know, after several years, it eventually gets to the Supreme Court. And so I follow that entire journey. So I follow the journey in real time of them going to court and dealing with their family and sort of that backlash and then also kind of unraveling it in a way to give context, you know, like when they came to Canada where they settled, they lived in like a northern mill town, what that was like, the racism, you know, how Bollywood sort of influenced their life, sort of made them more, you know, like a, offered a sort of fantasy Um from the sort of racist reality, like in school and the bullying and, and just kind of what was happening and the parents were doing lots of jobs, so just you know, trying to get some context why the girls felt they could never tell their parents or each other that this was going on. So you learn a lot, um, you know, about a common story really, like an immigrant experience and growing up female. And, you know, they came mm-hmm. in the seventies to Canada. So a bit of that. Yeah. So that's because we're girls.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the two films together really tied well. I, I don't know that you made them to to show at the same time, but it did just for me at least because, you know, the, the short Have You Forgotten Me just gives you some idea of what immigrants go through to come here and the struggle they have once they're here and the struggle they have with family back home and just just how complicated that is. And then we come to this this family that's living in our world today Um, where we think, you know, as first as first generation or whatever, like my parents will never be able to understand me, but at the same time, we'll never be able to understand them. So so I thought that was a really nice tie in and and just congratulations that you were able to direct both of those and get them into to cam. Um, But what I wanted to ask is, um, does making this film give you some sort of hope that there can be an understanding between the the older generation and and ourselves, or is the most we can hope for just that we can say, I love you regardless.
2: That would be amazing. I love you regardless. I think it's a bit of a journey right now to get there. Uh, But the film was, uh, I I had no idea what the response was going to be like. And it was overwhelmingly positive, even, you know, from uh, first generation, um, you know, like older generation, like, the sister's parents generation and older Mm -hmm. that came to the screening. Like some women came to me after the opening, they were crying. They're like grandmothers. And it's kind of like, this is my story. It's all these things you've always had to keep secret, secret, secret. And the culture put so much shame around it. Like, you know, this is going to shame our family, keep it quiet. And you know, the opposite of shame is empathy, right? So you want to create empathy and then we have to break our silence. The more we, um, keep the stuff quiet, we just give power to the perpetrators to keep abusing, right? And I think in the young, you know, like, say, like, in our generation and next generation, you know, people are a lot more cautious around who's around their kids and trust and having that, you know, conversation about good touch, bad touch, or treating their sons equal to their daughters, right? So you see a shift there. So kind of bridging between the older, you know, that culture clash, you know, the older generation, you have to start somewhere so in the film there's a, the climactic scene is <laughs> it was pretty long and i had a really hard time like um shortening it like i thought so many important themes were in it so i cut i weave into it twice you go in and it's very emotional um and then we go we step away and then we come back and it's yeah like very emotional but they confront their parents for the wrongs of their childhood and their parents are just being real Like, it's not like they're they're being honest. The father says, you know, I think you have some responsibility too. And they're like, well, we were like 10, 11, 12. But I'm so happy that he was being honest in that moment, you know. And he's trying to figure this out and wants to support his daughters. But these are the values he's been raised with, right? So you see that clash. And it's a it's a pretty emotional scene about, you know, wanting to be heard and not being heard, you know, um, which we all have experienced growing up. Right. And now and in their case, it's like, you know, they felt he, they, you know, the father may have chose the, the, the cousin that abused him because he saw him as a son. And mm-hmm. also, you know, he's always valued, you know, sons so much high, very high. So it's empowering because you see sisterhood in that scene. Um And they get to confront their parents. And I think that gives a lot of people some hope or like um, you can, it's a conversation starter. Like I think people have written to us and said, you know, I watched the movie I watched it with my family. We are now talking about this or we've never been able to talk about this issue, although it's happened in our family and we've tried to bring it up. It got shut down, but the movie has helped move that dialogue. So, you know, that's sort of the greatest thing you could hope for in a movie, right? Like that, that you want to create change. I mean, that's what it's for, this film, to break that silence and have these hard conversations. But we need to have these conversations. Absolutely. You yeah. know, yeah. And part of it, you know, the sisters believe that he was still active in abusing. So they really felt like, you know, um, we got to shut up this down even if it's at risk you know but luckily they were you know older more mature married you know like in their careers living on their own so you're not sort of you know when you're really young more under your parents sort of situation like so they felt like you know we're grown women you, you know we got to. we really think he's still active and abusing and we got to do something because literally who would the victims would be would be you know the young girls and their extended mm-hmm. family
0: was there ever how well first of all how long were you filming the family, and was there ever a conversation? Or were you ever asked to interview the cousin?
2: Um, yeah, I filmed on and off for like, about well, three years. Um, the court case took forever because he kept making all these excuses, and he got all these adjournments. So <laughs> they'd be ready to go testify, and then it got adjourned because whatever excuse he made. Because obviously, the last thing he wanted, the most powerful thing against him would be their testimonies. And that was left at the end of the case. So and that's really what I wanted to capture and be there for. So yeah, why we didn't go for him, it would, it would have been, I think, legally, it would, it would have been difficult, because um, this case was ongoing. But really, he took so much space in their life. And it's always right. been about him. So now it's their story. It's their truth. It's their experience, you know, and their family. So it made, it was actually more empowering to not even have him in there. I had him in so a little bit of family video, and then we
0: decided just to cut it out. Not that I yeah. needed to see him, just wondered if. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> if if, if, he, to wanted, if like, he wanted to be heard, you know, and you're no, like, no, you don't no. need to be heard. Okay. <laughs> he he would, does not want to be heard. I mean, you, you know,
2: uh, yeah, uh, his name is out there now. It's public record. People can go to the courts and read the whole transcripts, you know, but. It's, the thing is, at the end of the film, I don't know if I'm going to give it away, but the the, the yeah they there was a conviction, but it got overturned because the case took mm-hmm. so long to do, which is but what it's a real misjustice sort of a way because he's the one who made all the delays. So the justice system is so flawed, especially in terms of, you know, advocating for survivors. It's a tough road. And, you know, if anybody's going to do that, all I would say is, you know, reach out, get a sisterhood, get some support. There's so many organizations out there that can advocate with you. You know, when you make a statement to the police or go with you to court, like you should definitely reach out. Um, There's a lot of power in sisterhood and, Mm -hmm. you know, people will step up and be there for you. Even if they're not your own sisters or in your own, like, Uh, close circle. But there's really, you know, uh, amazing organizations doing incredible work supporting this, you know, um, yeah, for survivors. So I would definitely tell anybody if that's something they want to do, they should really reach out and or just talk to somebody or call a crisis line, you really just gotta think of self care and just talk. It's hard to bottle something in for so long. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: Yeah, yeah, I love I love that you say, no, we. I didn't want it, uh, him to be in it. it. It's their story. This is their turn to be on the screen because I, I have four old, older sisters, and that was such a great part of it for me was to witness this bond that they had and um, how how strong they made each other. Um, and you know, while this film is about pain and and resilience it it also is about this these fun times these fun dancing parties Mm -hmm. and it's also about you know the beauty and and connectedness of of a culture and its history Mm -hmm. so um can you talk about including those little pockets because I I feel like I needed those spaces to breathe too
2: oh yeah well you need moments to breathe but I mean it's you're so you are more than your trauma right so Mm -hmm. they did you although you know that was traumatic but there was also a lot of good moments of growing up and great memories. And, you know, when they think back, like when I asked them all separately, what was your favorite childhood memory? They all said going to see a Bollywood movie at the theater, you know, and back in the day, they would bring have those big reels, Of films and and like uh, somebody would get a film and then take it up to different towns and rent the theater so it'd be sort of a circuit so they were able to see a movie maybe once a week or once every other week on a sunday at the local cinema and all the indians would just like flock there to watch it but that was like an event that the whole family looked forward to going to or else everybody was super busy like the parents had jobs and people were coming over that bringing all their family from india and you know there's just so much going on but that was their moment they could all just sort of enjoy an escape. And I think they all need an escape, you know, the kids and the parents and um, yeah. And, and just, you know, I don't have sisters, I have brothers, but just sort of that, you know, banter and humor and, you know, like among siblings and yeah, I want, I thought that was really important. And they all have really distinct different personalities. So I also, well, you know, and relationships, there's that scene where, you know, one of the sisters daughters talking about, dating and you know and the mm-hmm. mom had gone on a couple of dates and she's sort of embarrassed about talking about it it's cute there's like a lot of cute moments and you also have their kids present too right so then you have this sort of you know a uh, different kind of conversation that they didn't have weren't able to have with their own parents you know they're already changing you know um the net like how they um are with the next generation it's like they talk about everything and you know they're affectionate with each other and you, know, you could break the cycle by you could just see that but yeah, I thought that was really important. And also, I think um, with the sisters, uh, you know, they didn't tell each other when they went through it, but like that you, later when it all kind of came out and, they, you know, uh, one of the eldest sister really stayed with me. She said, you know, I wasn't able to help them then when, it, you know, when I thought it was happening, but I'm able to help them now by standing beside them to also say, you know, this happened to me in court. So yeah, there's like all these other kind of really interesting layers too, like you know um and you know she says in the movie i wish i'd be happy if we just swept this under the rug i don't i don't really want to deal with this she goes mm-hmm. but you know i'm standing with my sisters but the fact that she did it i could just feel knowing her over this time like how much she's grown and how much she's grown even when we had screenings and the audience response to her and you know it's really it's been pretty uh beautiful to watch
0: Yay. You led into my next question. Yay. <laughs> Yay it's like, you knew. Um, <laughs> but I, I did want to know, you know, watching, watching the whole process and the story and the family um, reckoning with, with everything that was happening. Um, are you seeing that they're kind of, um, are they healing together as a family? Are they healing through the trauma? Um, how's, how's mom and dad? How's Jesse? Yeah, no, I think everybody's, um, you know, it's a work in progress, I think, you know, healing, but um, I know, you know,
2: um, sisters have talked about now, you know, their relationship has changed with their parents. Yeah. In the Mm. TC news, one of the sisters says to the father, you know, you don't even look at me in the eye, like when I come over. And now they're like, well, he looks at us in the eye and it's improved. But also the father and mother, I've heard from the wider community, you know, Mm. that was brave of you to do this film. It's important. So, you know, well done. You know, at the screening, a lot of young men came up to the dad and just said, thank you. You know, even though, you know, it's difficult and he says his truth, but thank you. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's and 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 we've had a, such a good response and we're luckily we we're able to uh, release it before the pandemic. So, you know, having that uh, people responding and interacting and sharing their truths and conversation, it's all been really healing.
1: And I'm glad to hear that for the parents or specifically the father, because you know, while I don't agree at all with what he's saying, I can't ever, like we said in the beginning of the interview, relate to where he's coming from. And that's so brave of him to put it out there on film, let alone to say it, face-to-face with his daughters so yeah really powerful scene it definitely moved me and we really appreciate you telling this story um, and and hopefully a lot of people get a lot of help from it so thank you so much for being here again we've been talking to the director uh Baljeet Sangra of Because We Are Girls and the short Have You Forgotten Me thank you so much thank you